Okay, what's going on, guys? And welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Today, we have a very special guest on the show. We have American TV superstar, Ireland's very own, Connor Sketches Moore. How are you doing, Connor? I'm doing well. I'm full of confidence now after hearing that I'm, I'm an American TV superstar. All right, I'm doing very, very well. <laughs> Cheers. You are, you are, man. Sure, all the golfers know who you are. You know what I mean? Like, you're a celeb amongst the celebs over there. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see about that. We'll see if I get a season two of it, maybe. Yeah. I, uh, Connor, so. I, I, was watching your, I was watching your show, man, and it's absolutely brilliant. I was like, Jesus. And for you, you previously said that you were originally meant to have um, guests, as in, the, sorry, an audience. And I was like, Jesus, like, this can get bigger and bigger and better. Like, yeah, we were supposed to have, when I, I came over here the week of Paddy's Day or whatever, and we were supposed to have, um, or I came over here about two weeks before Paddy's Day. I think it was like the 5th the 4th of March and I walked into this studio and like it has about 25 seats in it small little corner or whatever yeah. and the na- my name was on the wall and everything I actually didn't expect all that I didn't know what to expect coming over like um, what did you so, have no photographs or anything no no nothing like you know they said did nothing ready so and I, I'd seen some of the studios that were over there I assumed I was getting sort of like a podcast studio or something or something like that I, yeah. I thought it was I didn't realise it was going to be like high tech the walls changing colors and pictures and all this kind of stuff like but um so yeah that was like march 5th i was buzzing i actually was me and two pals of mine were opening up a bar in new york on fifth avenue on the 17th of march as well which was paddy's day and the show was supposed to kick off on the 17th and then obviously corona happened yeah and my studio is now that see the green screen there Uh lovely yeah this is is our studio like (laughs) 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 everyone's in a makeshift studio now yeah it's grand you know what i mean it's actually i've learned loads like even just filmmaking kind of or not filming but recording stuff and little things that i wouldn't have known that are making my other job easier like you know i'm still doing some sunday i actually just this morning finished off an edit for a sunday game sketch to go out now this weekend so that's brilliant look forward to that yeah but like that's that's the thing like everyone has to adapt and if you don't you know what I mean? Like myself and Ross, we did a show once a week every Monday in Ross's house in the living room and like we'd record for an hour and then be like have the crack and then all of a sudden we were like, right, Zoom is the thing and then we're after like getting on so many guests and meeting so many cool people. It's been great. Like it's, it, it is yeah, adapted to the situation. It, it nearly gives you no excuse. Like mm. I was never, when I was doing podcasts, the odd time you'd be asked to phone into a podcast. Yeah. But most of the time it was like, we're doing podcasts or what we're doing here in Dublin or we're doing here if it's in New York or something and it's like you have to go meet someone. And if it's inconvenient, then it's like, ah, I can't make it there, I can't make it there. But now like you've no excuse. It's like mm. it's on Zoom. I've, I've, I've done so many of them now. Uh, even Instagram lives and stuff. I was just flat out there. Now I was doing them a lot like because I was over here on me, me Todd anyway. So I was only mm. mad to talk to people. Yeah. Well, I always find the Instagram lives a bit of a funny one because you sort of have to go live with the other person going live and then everyone like who follows you then gets a notification where they'll be like oh Connor Sketches has gone live and I don't know about you but sometimes I find if like the same person's always going live I'm like that's actually annoying yeah do you ever get that vibe get that vibe I, I literally stopped doing them because of that because I, I, I was just doing them I didn't realize that was happening though so everyone's getting a notification of me every evening saying oh you're going live I didn't know because you're the, yeah, I, I'm the guest, but yeah. everyone says that you're gone live. I've never actually gone live on my own Instagram. Or, and before coronavirus, I never went live on anybody else. It just wasn't something I'd done. 
And then I was doing them, and then I was like, "Jesus, I have to stop doing that." Like, and then you're apologizing to people. You're like, "I'm sorry, yeah. I've just done so many of them. I like, I can't keep saying the same thing over and over again." Yeah, and then the, you keep getting notifications saying so and so is live, and they're like, "Why do you keep yeah, telling then, me this?" Like, it's like doing content. If you're putting up a video every day, people are just like, "Oh, he's another video up or whatever." But if you put up a video every like two weeks, and people know like you've spent time on it and it's good or whatever. People will, I suppose. What's that? Uh, what's rare is beautiful kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Connor, yeah. I'm dying to know how did you get started off doing impressions? Because you know, Ireland is a country known uh, notoriously for like punching above their weight, and like in terms of impressionists, like Ireland's up there with the best. Like we have like Mario Rosenstock, yourself, and Al Thorne, like really like pushing the forefront of uh, the impressions game. And you know, in how did you get started? Uh, do you know what I got started by accident when I was a kid my outlet got a DVD after a match and I, I, one of my earliest memories are of him lying on the couch laughing at Barry Murphy doing Frank Stapleton and I didn't even know who Frank Stapleton was like I'm only about 10 years of age but I thought it was hilarious because my father thought it was hilarious so then I just started taking people off from watching the upper match thing. And during the summers, I'd watch like your man doing Dunphy, you know, baby, it's great, you know. <laughs> I was impersonating all the other, I was impersonating the impersonators or whatever. Yeah. And then I swear to God, it didn't do it. Like, I remember doing like Nick McCarthy. I was going to school as well. And I was doing it like upper match. Oh, 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 okay, you know. And the boys would be laughing. Then I got into secondary school. I think I stopped. Never really done it at all. And... I played a G. I was involved in a GA match. I wasn't actually playing. I was injured, and a row broke out at the very end of a game that we were losing in. And the game was as good as over, but this row broke out anyway. And whatever happened, as these things happen in a GA match, everyone runs in. It's all pushing and shoving. Yeah, and cracking. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. Handbags are five meters, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It better been social distancing now. <laughs> yeah, so you can't do that. You have to argue with people now. <laughs> get the get the quarter flags out and point. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can be as mouthy as you want now, and no one can do nothing about it. <laughs> well, I, I was mouthing out with me that day anyway. But there was a picture then taken, and the picture is like of me. I don't know. There's a couple of people in a group, but you can just see my head. And again, I'm not very tall or anything, so strange how they got me. But the camera was in the stand looking down on the route and I'm like this with my fist. No, there's no punches thrown, but I'm just, you know, postulating or whatever. And I like that. And all the boys are looking at this and they think it's hilarious. And I'm kind of mortified because it's in the back of the newspaper, the local newspaper, Mullingar. Mullingar Gazette. <laughs> <laughs> so they end up sending this to me and then they're Photoshopping me into all these different uh, things like hooligan lists and all this kind of shit for the Euros. It was 2016 at the time. And, I was ringing up the secretary. I was like, is there suspension's coming or what? Like, he was like, oh, I don't know. Like, you're, you're wearing your tracksuit and all, you know, it's not looking good. And then he rings me one and he goes, oh, everything's grand. I had to watch the video and nothing really happened, but the two clubs are getting a small fine. I was like, grand. So then I went home and Snapchat were after doing this uh, face swap thing. Mm-hmm. And I swapped like Joe Broly and Dunphy and Beckham and Mourinho and all them. And I was like, I tell you, those Moors, they're a disgrace. They're an absolute disgrace, I tell you. Started doing all this. Sent it to the boys, and all the boys were like, Jeez, that's brilliant. And then that's really, that's really in, creative. That's really creative. Yeah, within about, I don't know what came over me to do it. I was, I was in my room just messing, and I did it. And then literally within, the lads were like, Get that online. And I was like, No, no, no. And I suppose I even understood back then, like, I was like, You put it online for my first video. If it's a local story, it's only going to ever go locally. Mm. I'm like, 
if I did the same thing maybe for the championship, it, that might go nationally. So like I barely slept that night and the next day I woke up and I was at the table eat me breakfast and I did a sketch of a bunch of Irish people talking about the championship and put Davy Fitz in, Brian Cody, Jim Gavin, a couple of people that kind of weren't been done like Gavin and that and threw it up online and it got like 60,000 views and I was like, I was walking through Dublin thinking like, oh, that fella spotted me. Oh, he's looking at me, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he recognised me. <laughs> <laughs> and They're like, I saw him in the background of one of all Horan's photos before. Same <laughs> <laughs> yeah. man from the match. <laughs> yeah. So, Joe Daddy called me up and they were like, here, do you want to come talk to us or whatever? So I did. So the boys were like, all right, show us your stuff. And I was like, that's the stuff, lads. And they were like, all right, look, they, they gave me a week to come back with some Premier League stuff and I came back to them and it just wasn't up to scratch like and then they were like right I'll tell you what we're not going to give you a job but like, you should set up a page then if you think you're good and everything else and what I realised in that week where they didn't give me the job was these things can get better like it's not like I'm an impressionist and that's it yeah. it's like if you work at these yokes it's like muscle memory like you can get mm. way better at them and way better at them and that I, I as soon as I knew that then I quit my other job or whatever like I was working for three selling phones and I just quit the job and I was like I'll give this six months and I gave it six months and I had a job then with Joe EU after four that's see, that, that's crazy like going in you, you didn't even really have a portfolio but then having that meeting and then coming out of it and you're not getting the job you're probably like right I do have talent for this and then I should really go for it as well yeah I think I remember kind of just I suppose lots of people read all them books and it's all about taking a chance and taking a risk and self-improvement and all this kind of stuff. And I remember when that happened to me and I was like, well, what will I do? If I go to work, I kind of felt if, I'm, if I do this on the side, I mightn't give it everything. And if I get one or two knocks, I might just shun away from it then because I have a job. So I was like, I'm just best off like putting the pressure on myself here. Like even like, obviously my parents were a bit like, just you're quitting your job to make internet. I was 27. Like, you know, so they were obviously looking at me going, what's this lad? with his life but I remember thinking around that time I was like ah, yeah like if I have an opportunity to like have a laugh for a living you know you may as well go for it yeah what did you, what's off. your what's your friends or like I know your parents were like what are you doing but what's your friends say they all just all my friends you know my parents were like when I said they were like what were they, they weren't like they were kind of like just asking me are you sure like but like after I said I was sure they were like oh do what you want all my friends like my friends are brilliant as well like you know under their I still I use all them to this day nearly for sometimes content, like sometimes like tell me if that's a good impression or whatever. I grew up playing football, whatever, in a dressing room. like, yeah. And I suppose you grew up then in that kind of like lad culture and having the crack and stuff. And the lads are a good gauge of what is funny. I'd agree. I'd agree. You know, so when I send it to them and they're like, uh, they're not really, or they're like, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Or like, it, you know, they'll tell you that it's not your best life. When they say that, then I've often like not put something up or whatever. If I, if the lads or even my brothers would have to be like, that's not the best. That's that's very yeah. important. That's very important. Yeah. Like myself and Russell, like we, like I'm so like anal about this. Like, I got like like if we don't start off well, I, I think about the people that are listening. So like I, I'd be like, we'd be like ten minutes into a show, and I'd be like, Ross, I think we need to start again, man. And you get so annoyed, wouldn't you? But like it's just like. I wouldn't do it if it wasn't like up to our standard, you know. Yeah, but yeah, sometimes what happens with Connor is like, oh, I can see Barry thinking about it, and then like once he starts thinking about it, it's game over. I'm like, are you fucking messing? Like, because like, I'm like, I can see he sort of like drifts off the conversation and goes, yeah, start again. And then you know, sometimes when you crack a joke, and then you have to start again, 
you hate that joke and you don't want to crack that joke again. You know what I mean? You can ruin it. In, in, yeah, in, in my in, in show here, like sometimes when I'm doing the monologue and I have the lads in front of me, um, I always like looking back at it because like it's it's stressful getting the lines right. And you're sitting there and you're looking into a camera and you're like, and this week on the show, we're going to have whatever. And then you're like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. And you're like, and you're watching this back. I just can't stop laughing at myself. But the boys in it do say that they see me sometimes if I'm reading the monologue, I start thinking then and looking off to the left and then the, the words are gone. But they were saying when you're in a studio, you might have to deliver it. The hardest part of doing this monologue at the minute is like having no one to laugh at what you're saying. Yeah. So I don't know if it's funny. Like, so I can't gauge it or even bring your energy up or down. When I'm doing a live gig or whatever, you know, people start laughing and your energy goes up. Do you know? And it's just, it's like everything, just momentum and all. And you don't have that here. But the, the lads were saying that like, when you have a live studio audience and these shows, like very often you'll have to say, all right, guys, you're going to hear that joke again. You know, yeah. make sure you laugh again. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> it's put, up them, put up one of them signs where you hit the button and it says applause. <laughs> yeah 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 i couldn't i couldn't believe that like you know no not that like some a lot of times they'll use the, the whatever it was that but it was like if you mess up a joke and they still laugh at it but we have to go back over it you know we'll have to like say to the audience sometimes all right guys you're gonna hear that again and make sure you laugh it's mad yeah well like what, what you're doing now is, is just it's unbelievable you must be like like from going in from that meeting leaving with joe and then all of a sudden you're here now in florida like like what happened once you once you sort of left Joe and then obviously you went down a route that like not many people did at all like just focusing honing in the golf how, how did you all of a sudden be like right golf is my home do you know what the, the three sports that I watch a lot are GA soccer and golf yeah they're the three that I'd be into I'd watch rugby like again like mm. jump on the bandwagon Six Nations World Cups whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I won't mind this, this is me gym I won't mind I, I'm, I'm definitely a Leinster fan I'm not a, a, I know there's loads of Munster fans up in the Leinster or whatever but uh, this top actually I stole it on my brother I thought it was grand top for the gym I was supposed to but um, oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, if he's me, watching now you <laughs> might return about? us not really all a big rugby fan I'm wearing a rugby top <laughs> all, all, all the Munster fans that like this video I've now just changed over to online oh shit yeah no I love Munster <laughs> Um, I know, but like, but I'd like that. But I, you'd watch if Munster or Leinster or Connacht yeah. don't get into a good European game, you're watching that. And mm -hmm. you know, so it's a game that I might go into at some point, but I just focused in on like GA stuff and the stuff. Um, some of the lads that weren't being done, like Jerlock Nan, and you know, I've done a sketch for the Sunday game this weekend. It's Jerlock Nan, you know, the last dance with Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. brilliant, like, unbelievable, unreal. Forget the last jig with Jerlock Nan, 1998. <laughs> Last year in charge, like just he's partying with Rodman, he's wrestling with Hulk Hogan. I just get it's the it's probably the wackiest thing I've done so far. But I was doing that, and then when I did soccer, I focused on doing um Klopp and Pep and them because no one was doing them. And yeah. then I realized, like, what 2018, my father became the captain of the, our local, the men's captain of our local golf club, and I realized no one's doing golf at all. Okay. Like, I've no. nobody, like, if you go into politics in Ireland, you like. You have Oliver, you have Mario, you know, you go into like different sports, whether Al, Aidan, Tierney as well. There's golf and nobody, absolutely yeah. nobody doing I couldn't believe Tiger Woods is the, one of the biggest sports stars on the planet and no one ever done his voice. I was going to say to you, Connor, do you think no one entered into golf? Because Tiger Woods seems like he's hard to do. And I think that was maybe one of the big reasons, you know, if you, if you can't do the main fella, well then maybe there's no point getting into golf because... I don't know, you tell me, is he a hard impression to do? 
No, he was. Yeah, he took me ages. I actually gave up on doing him. Like, and every I was like, I'm not going to do him. And my brother was like, man, you can't put out a video, a golf video without Tiger Woods. Imagine like you got a PlayStation golf game and they're all in it, but Tiger's not in it. Yeah. We're rich. Yeah. You know, he was like, if you get Tiger, you'll, you'll win America. <clears throat> and literally, I, I had him enough then. I spent four days before the video was supposed to go out on the Monday and I just absolutely watched video after video. Like, just watched it. I realized then, I was like, the man says, fuck off. He just turns around and he's like, oh, the conditions are really tough out there. And uh, I thought I played well. And it's the same interview all the time. Yeah. You know, he's just so media trained, right? You so have that so spot on as well. Like, just watching back your stuff, I know obviously we're going to get into you and Tiger Woods becoming best mates now, but uh, you have it so nailed on. I'm like, oh. And then, like, like for you said there, you, you had to make sure that you had the Tiger Woods part of the video. If you would have put that out without him in it, you just would have been tapping into the European scene, really. But then that, getting, getting Tiger Woods in, then that is the whole market. One hundred percent, yeah, unbelievable. Very European, and even like, cause I, the only one I had in it, I think, was a Dustin Johnson in it as an American. So that recently he commented, no, well, not too recently, but a while ago he commented on on your video. He was like, it, it, it actually reminded me of a, uh, it was it was time, um, I think I think it was actually Al Foran did Conor McGregor, and he was like, all the other presses are great. Uh, but me is like it's like it's it's grand. I mean, no one likes to say that someone does a great impression. Yeah. Well, you see, that, that without doubt, he did kind of think that. Uh, like at the end of the day, like it's impossible to be a hundred percent exactly like the person. But it's like Poulter, Ian Poulter. I interviewed him for the show last week, and I was like, "What was your first impression?" My impression. He was like, "Oh well, I I thought that don't sound anything like me." But then I I listened to Tiger, and Tommy and Sergio. I'm like, he's got them spot on. And everyone's talking about me. <laughs> like, <laughs> his head, and he's like, maybe I do sound like that. But again, they're all kind of exaggerations and inflections. Yeah. My tiger, in fairness, I would say my tiger is uh, the reason my tiger is so spot on at this point, And it's all just, man, it's practice. That's all it is. It's because I had to do that ad. So I spent so long doing him, making sure that I had that like down for the ad. Like, and it's probably even way better than it was even from that time at the ad. Um, but yeah, it does. Everyone says that. Like, I'm sure if someone did an impression of me, someone wrote up one day, I did an interview, and they're like, if he says like and stuff again, uh, something about paying out money or something like that. And I listened back and I was like, geez, I said, you know, I was like, geez, I have those little inflections as well. I'd say I'd be mortified if I've seen someone doing me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but like, the, the way you add your actually a bit of flavor onto the characters, it, it does make you like extremely good and like I can I can 100% understand how all this is where it is is coming to you now and like you, you full on deserve it because obviously going like the, the going down to golf is something that you did really like so therefore you had a passion for it you weren't like oh do you know what no one's doing NASCAR or no one's doing Formula One I'll be Lewis Hamilton you were like oh, I actually like golf going in doing the golf and then uh, the way you do you the way you add it and the way you're presenting on your show as well I know, I know like you, you must be feel real comfortable in your room doing it, but the way you do it, I'm like, this is going to do really, really well. Like, I, I think you're going to go, like, I know you said there's 25 seats, but that's definitely going to be bigger. I think there's, there's way more to come as well. Like, this is, this is, like, the way you've adapted through COVID-19 for your show, like, to, to then the next step already be guaranteed having the, having the audience, it's going to go bigger. I can see you doing something bigger because... They're really playing on your on your Irishness, the way you get out of the car with the with the Irish, uh, with the three leaf clover, four leaf clover on the plane, and then you're walking down. They're playing the the music in the background. 
I think they're mad into you, man. I think they love you. You know that. Man, I, I was actually, I was like, ah, I don't fancy all that, boys. I'm not, I'm not playing the paddy card, like, you know what yeah. I mean? And they were like, hey, you live in America, man. Eat them lucky charms, bro. They were like, wait, I swear to God, I was in a mean. I was like, ah, the music and all. I was like, I, I don't want to be at, I don't want to be at that now, you know, and making it too like a horror, you know. Yeah. And uh, they were like, shut up. They're like, you're in America. We yeah. love Irish people. This is it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, it's like, it's like, this is how you get the big books, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like you never chance it back home in Ireland, like you know, yeah. doing oh, that no. work, like stuff. But um, you can't make yourself to be Irish in Ireland. People like hate you for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I shoot up. Yeah, it's like we're all Irish. It's like shoot up there, bud. Would it? Like Connor, have you thought about changing name to Connor O'More or Connor Macmore? Like trying to make I him know, more yeah, Irish. More than, more Yeah, that's actually Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, that's actually my second name as well. I'm Barrymore. But yeah, I, I feel like I'm on your guys' podcast. It's like Ross and the Moors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like Connor, like yeah. like they, they they you can tell they absolutely love you. But like we we were talking about Tiger Woods. Let's talk about the Tiger Woods thing. I know you've told the story about a million times, uh, but uh, for the people that are checking it out now, like all of a sudden you got a, you got the chance to do an uh, uh, an advert with Tiger Woods, like the biggest name in golf ever. First of all, how did this come about? And then when it did. What were you thinking? Uh, it came about us. I, was, I, was, I remember getting a tweet off Bridgestone. Apparently, they had seen a video I'd done or something. A couple of people that worked in Bridgestone had seen a couple of videos, but then they'd seen like that I was on the Golf Channel. And they're like, oh, people are taking this dude seriously. Like, yeah. he's on the TV. So they went back to Bridgestone and were like, you know, what about putting him in the ad with Tiger? He does a really good Tiger. So I get this tweet anyway, and uh, from Bridgestone, it's like, I want to talk to you about a potential opportunity. And I was like, oh, deadly. And I swear to God, I actually, <laughs> my brother can attest to this. I was like, Bridgestone want me to do something with them or whatever. He was like, what do you think it is? I was like, I don't know, but at least I'll probably get free golf balls for the year anyway. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, <laughs> and golf balls on top of it, I was thinking. Um, and then they said about Tiger Woods, and I was like, what? And I was like, like, I knew it was legit when I got it. I just thought like, so I was trying to like, dig deeper into it. I was like, yeah, listen, of course, like, whatever you want me to do, I'm, I'll, I'll be there, you know? But I was like, yeah. does Tiger know about this? And they're like, well, no, we're going to mention it to him and his agent now in the next two days or whatever, blah. This is really early in the morning. Late on that evening, they're obviously behind us, like, but around nine o'clock that night then, email comes in, they're like, oh, Tiger's up for it. Yeah, he thinks he'd be very good. And um, did you, did, sorry, did they send the videos to him to be like, here, this is the person you're going to be doing the video with? Or was it just like, he knew, do you know, the golf game, because the videos, like, even at the yeah, custom, I did my yeah. first video and it got millions of views and Tiger was in them, like, he was telling me uh, at the thing, like, he first saw me when he was at Augusta, some, someone that week at the Masters was like, see this fella's impersonating me, whatever. And then the mad thing was, when I met him, he asked me, who's the dude you do with the, the condom on your head and stuff, like, he actually watched, like, the YouTube videos and stuff, and even he was there, um, he goes, oh, my favorite one you do is McGregor, man. Dude, it's so good. I mean, that dude is tough. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I heard he's actually quite socially awkward. Is he? Or is he just a nice no, guy? Or Not at all, man. He's dead on. He's absolutely dead on. He was like, de he was dead on to me anyway. I made me feel very comfortable when I went in. Like, there was no uh, airs and graces or anything about him. Like, he was, that, that was, people go, oh, it must have been surreal. I was like, you know what was surreal? It was surreal how it just normally was. And that I find that now in, the more you meet these people, like at the end of the day, they are normal people, like just with yeah. extraordinary talents for something. Yeah. But, um, um, and Connor, have you pissed off any golfers? I don't know. Uh, like, 
not no one has said anything so far like you know i met sergio last year obviously i gave him that laugh and stuff and i remember i, I met him and i was standing right beside him and i looked at him i was like oh hey and he was like oh hey and i remember kind of thinking he either hates me or he doesn't recognize me so then i went to put my hand out and i was like fuck it i'll just introduce myself whatever so i put my hand out and he just goes take this to me face whatever and i was like all right he goes man what's with the left man what's with the left i mean the impression's really good why'd you give me the left he goes, my wife, now every time I'm like angry in the house, she's walking around going, ee, 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 you know, everyone's oh just taking this out of me, man. <laughs> you, you started it. You started it. But um, like, who have you actually, have you played, like obviously you play golf a little bit yourself. Who's, who'd be like really well-known people you would have played rounds with? Or have you? Uh, do you know what? In terms of playing golf, a lot of Irish lads played a bit of golf with Ricky Fowler. Haven't played much. I was supposed to go down to Shane. Shane's only about two hours from me, Shane Lowry. Yeah. Um, we're supposed to play golf. We might actually, possibly, I might be going down that way next week and we might get a, a, a round in. Um, what are you playing off, by the way, actually? I'm playing off 16. Uh, I know everyone thinks I'm, they, they, they reckon I'm about to be scratching all this to see me playing golf all the time. But uh, Yeah, well, you're dedicated to your crafts, you know? Pretty much, yeah. Well, I, I actually played loads of golf last year, but you'd be jarred playing golf over here all the time. You walk like... <laughs> In America, it's just like it's all about having a few beers. And in Ireland, I've never, ever drank in my life on a golf course. Nine, we had, like in Ireland, it's the 19th hole, into the clubhouse, pint Guinness, whatever. In Spain, I had a few beers playing golf. So much better. It's grey crack. You're actually, you're actually looser. And in America, I realize you're a bit looser after about two or three beers. But then, I, again, I'm not the biggest fella in the world. So with four beers in, like I'm jarred. Yeah. So like I was always kind of drunk on the back nine last year of most... Uh, rounds I played I swear to God because it's like the cart girl comes over some days you're actually say I won't I won't but as soon like the weather's good and this girl comes over bang she's handing you a drink you know and it's like yeah, it's just, just a different way to play golf over here like yeah. it just it definitely is not that it's not as enjoyable in Ireland like but it's just different it's like I think I think in Ireland like golf is almost like a really serious game and it's, it's almost more like when you go out and play like you're trying to win as opposed to I think People do it more for enjoyment in America. Oh, yeah. It's more like just the crack and stuff like that and drinking and stuff, you know. But it's, uh, I, I was saying, I, I don't like the carts. I'd rather walk with the bag. Over here, everything mm. is a cart. I'd rather walk with the bag because you can just chat away. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I listened to one of your stories, one of your friends. Um, I, I forget his name, but you were actually in the studio. It was a while ago maybe a year or two ago, but you brought up a story about how you and Justin Timberlake have a bit of history. Uh, I was wondering if you could tell us that story because I'm sure people will really enjoy it. Oh, where I was, I was doing a gig last year in California. Yeah, you said Carlton was there as well. Like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a celebrity golf tournament. Yeah. And like a bunch of, like, I see, I was walking into the room and obviously I live in Ireland. I don't watch American football really. I don't really watch American sports. Don't watch hockey. I watch a bit of football now that I'm over here. Like, well, I did. And when it comes back, I'll watch it. But anyway, there was all these lads. So I didn't recognize an awful lot of them. But then I was asked to do a gig or whatever. And Timberlake and Carlton from the Fresh Prince and all these lads are in it. Alfonso. So walk in. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Alfonso. <laughs> yeah, Ruby. Yeah, yeah. I, well, Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I get up anyway and I'm doing my bit. And... Uh, the yoke is going really, really well, like, you know, and it's a really small enclosed room. It's just a perfect gig, and I'm doing DJ and all the tiger and everything. And then I start doing McConaughey, 
I don't want to start doing DJ. Justin Timberlake like just jumps up and starts randomly clapping. Like he's like, "Oh my man, this is so good!" Or whatever. And I'm just like, "All right, I'm gonna start doing Matthew McConaughey." So I start slagging off, um, Justin Timberlake. I was gonna call him JT there, but I was like, "No, the boys think I'm a prick if I call him JT." Uh, <laughs> 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 so I'm there anyway, doing the old and. At the very, my JT. last line is, oh, <laughs> my last line is, all right, all right, all right. And as I get to the last line, I'm like, to that I say, man, to that I say. And then he jumps up and goes, all right, all right, all right. And then I was like, well, that's my last line. Thank you, Timberlake, whatever. And he's like, oh, my God, sorry, man. And the gig ends, like, but everyone's <laughs> laughing. He comes up to me at the end of it. He's like, dude, great gig. I, I want to apologize, you know, for saying your last line or whatever. I was like, man, you're just Timberlake. You can do what you want. I'm going to tell people you said me last line. Don't worry about it. And we're over then and we're chatting for a few minutes. And he is, he's dead on. Nice fella. Really cool guy. And then Carlton comes over and we're talking, <laughs> chatting away. This sounds like a TV show. I know, yeah. My brother texts me. My brother texts me and he goes, um, Where's Screech? <laughs> Zach Morris. Uh, brother texts me and he goes, How'd the gig go? I was like, oh, I went unbelievable. I was like, one of the best gigs I've had. And uh, would you believe I'm right here now talking to Justin Timberlake? And I was like, and I was just chatting to Carlton from the Fresh Prince or whatever. And my brother was like, make sure you get a photograph of Timberlake. And I was like, nah, it's not that kind of vibe. It's just not. And because uh, they're all celebrities, they're all in together, like, you know. And he's like, man, you're a dope. He's like, you never go for these photographs. So many times I have to tell you, you know, if you get a photograph of Timberlake, it's on your social media. People see that and associate you with A-list people. I was like, think of it like business. It makes like, sense. It makes sense. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's up in your profile, you know, that you're hanging out with A-listers. These guys, this isn't just anybody. It's Justin Timberlake. Yeah. And I just said to my brother, I was like, no, honestly, it's just not that type of gig, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, good luck. So anyway, chatting to him and... Timberlake was like, I'll see you later. And I was like, see you later. And I was like, well, that was cool. That was a cool conversation. You know, I did yeah. come across. I came across well, everything else. And I was walking out about half an hour later. I was talking to a few more. Charles Barkley was there as well and a few others. So I'm walking out the door and I end up going to the bathroom then. I'm, I'm, and I'm nearly at the exit. I'm like, ah, I need to take a piss. And I went into the bathroom. And when I went to the urinal, there was only two urinals in it. And Justin's right there. And we start chatting again. Right, and then he's actually saying to me again, We'll go over. I'm washing my hands or whatever, and he's like, uh, Yo, dude, man, I'm so sorry. I feel so bad about using your last line. I'm like, Wow, why'd I do that, man? And I was like, I was like, You can do what you want. And I literally took my phone up, and I was thinking, My brother said, I was like, ah, Me and him are cool now. I was like, I can go for the photograph. I'll go for the photograph. So we're there in the bathroom, and I go, Oh, sure, here, we'll do it. We'll do a selfie, will we? He goes, Dude, in the bathroom, that's creepy. I swear to God. I, I looked. I, I, I knew you loved this. The mirror was in front of the two of us. And I was just like looking into the mirror like this. The face was, face was just gone bright red. No, and I wasn't sunburned. And I was like, oh. I just kind of tapped him on the shoulder and I was like, ah, oh, cheers, man. And I, I just walked off. And he's like, yo, Connor, wait up. And he came back outside and we'd done the photograph outside. But I mean, I was morphing. I texted my brother then. I was like, don't you ever get involved in my fucking business again, right? I was like, he goes, what's wrong with you? I was like, he thinks I'm a creep. Who thinks you're a creep? I was like, Justin Timberlake thinks I'm a creep. My <laughs> 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 brother rings me up and he's like, what happened? I was like, I went for the photograph. And brother was like, yeah, if you have a photograph, he calls you a creep, man. He's a clown. Like, you know, he's an idiot. And I was like, well, I was in the bathroom. He goes, you asked him for a photograph in the bathroom. I was like, yeah. And he goes, ah, Jez, that was creepy. He said, right. <laughs> <laughs> I just put the phone down and I was like, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh, that's actually gas. Oh, you know, like oh, oh, I, I actually just I wasn't ready for that story. It was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. It really was. That's the point, Baz. You met Gord Darcy in the Jacks. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it, 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 I heard that story, and and I was like, that's a brilliant story. And then I listened to your show with Al Foran as well. That was very good as well. Shout out to Al. He's killing it as well. But uh, you, you, like, I know you didn't finish there, but you got the photo later on, and it wasn't good. And the, oh, the photo was probably, I wouldn't mind. I sent the photo from brother. He was like, Jez, that's a bad photo. Yeah. Like, it was, it, was, it was in the dark. It was a selfie or whatever. And I don't know what was with it, but it was kind of blurry. It was like, yeah. it just wasn't worth going for. No, yeah. I wouldn't mind. I, I, I don't know what it is. I hate asking for photographs. Yeah. I just see, hate yeah. it. Yeah. We, 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 see, the thing is, myself and Ross have to be in the photo. So, like, we have to, like, you, you, you have to judge who would be a good person to take a photo. Because, like, it's one second. You can't be, like, back and be like, oh, sorry, can I get another one? There's an, art, there's an art to this game, you know? Oh, big time. That was another thing. I remember I did the thing with Jack Nicholas there a couple of weeks ago. And his manager took the photograph. And in fairness to the manager, I had my dad there with me. Like, so my dad really wanted a photograph. And, uh, you know, like both of us did. It was a great photograph to have at home, you know? Yeah, yeah. And his real. manager, like, took about seven photographs. His manager was like, boom. And he's like, no, don't like that one. No, no, that thing's not right. I was like, oh, fair play to you. Because the first one was all blurry. And it was like, mm. if you get that blurry one, you're raging then. You're going home with this photograph you can't even put up. <laughs> Tell me about it. We, we, we were over in Edinburgh uh, at the Irish Rugby at uh, Six Nations. Was it last year, Baz? Yeah. No, two years ago, I think. Yeah, two we, competitions ago. We didn't, yeah, two competitions ago. And uh, we are in the airport. The Irish Rugby team was in the airport as well. And uh, I was like, oh, that was class. And they just won as well. So uh, one of the lads was there and he was like, it was like, I'm pretty sure I met nearly everyone off the team already, and I was like, "Here, you have to get a photo of one of them, like to commemorate your trip, like to show to your man or your dad." Be like, "Look, we met the lads in the airport, you know what I mean?" And I was like, "Right, there's Johnny Sexton. I'll ask him for you." I went up and asked Johnny Sexton, "Take the photo." And the sun was coming in from behind, and all you see is one of the lads stand there with his arm around this person, and you can't see anything. <laughs> it's just a big glare in front of yeah. the face. And, I was, and he was like, like man, that's the worst photo I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. So then I had to go get a... I was like, right, wait here a second. And then I saw Bundy Aki and I was like, Bundy, wait there a second. Get in there. And I took a photo of Bundy and it was a grand photo. I was like, there you go, you met someone. Yeah. Don't worry about it. There is, a, there is such an art. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I know, actually, another one, uh, the Ryder Cup two years ago, um, I was obviously... I was working with NBC or whatever, and they have a hospitality tent on the grounds all the time when they're televising events. So I, I did, I did, I think I had a hit with Sky Sports to do that morning. So I was up really early and it was like 6.30 and I went over and I was eating a croissant and a coffee and I was watching the, the TV. And uh, I was sitting there for ages and this place was empty, just me and this other guy. And I was sitting there for ages. And then I left about 40 minutes after I'd eaten breakfast, I'd left. So after watching the, the golf that morning, looking at a few notes for what I was going to say on the TV, and I got to the door, and this lady was like, did you, did you, did you meet Michael? Were you talking to Michael there? Uh, she's like, I, I was like, Michael who? She goes, Mike, Michael Jordan. I was like, no, I haven't met him yet, no. She was like, well, you were sitting beside him there for the last, like, half an hour, where he was <laughs> after Jordan was sitting, honestly, about 10 feet from me, watching the TV, and... I remember, like, I, I was like, I want to go back. And I was like, I didn't go back. I, had, I went down to Sky Sports. But I brought two of my mates to the Ryder Cup. And then Jordan was in that hospitality tent all day, or all week. And um, when we went to the bathroom, it's another bathroom story. <laughs> <laughs> went to the bathroom. sketches lurks in the bathroom <laughs> yeah. for famous people. 
And when I was in the bathroom, I left. As my friend was coming in, Jordan was walking in as well to the bathroom. And uh, it was funny, my friend came back out and he was like, uh, I stopped Jordan outside the bathroom. And uh, I just said to him, I was like, uh, Michael, sorry, would you mind getting photographed? And he just looked at me and he goes, no. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. He's been known for that. Yeah, well, he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he doesn't care. Do you think? It, well, do you think he would have? He would have said yeah to you. Uh, I've no idea. I don't know. Like, because he might know uh, you as well, Jordan. Well, like you may have seen one of your videos. Oh, that's not, not, not beyond the realm of possibility. He's like, best. Yeah. yeah, he's best friends with Tiger. Sure, they're they're like best mates, and that ad would have been on the Golf Channel. So I'm sure he might recognize my face, whether he. I, I doubt he knows who I am now, but you never know. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> who knows? Yeah, doesn't Timberlake may say something about you? <laughs> now, yeah. uh, Connor, while we're on the subject, Tiger Woods, right? Obviously, uh, him and Peyton Manning were victorious over Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. Uh, did you watch any of that? I did. Yeah, I thought it was class. Actually, wasn't it? I, it was so much better than the previous. The, the McElroy and the boys had a skins the week before a skins game and that was good the skins game i actually enjoyed watching it was nice to see a bit of golf but this one for me was better because you had two amateurs mm. that like could potentially hit pretty bad shots and because brady was kind of struggling i think everybody was like oh that's me like yeah. that's what i'm yeah. doing right now yeah. well probably a lot Tom brady there. made it didn't he i thought brady made it i did yeah. it just having though instead of seeing because when the boys did it a week before it was good like but all the shots were good shots so mm. the shots weren't like I loved maybe it's the cynic and everyone you loved seeing Brady going into the trees you were like <laughs> oh, go right go right I'll bounce you were mad to see it like and just to see what reaction then Tiger and Phil and the trash talk that would go back and forth like if they were hitting good shots all day it's hard to trash talk do you know yeah. if, if you're at that but like you can slide like Tiger said to him at one point Brady went into the thing and he was like oh dude don't worry that's in the fairway on seven <laughs> he was on the ninth or so. Do, do, you any, do you have any idea what Brady play, plays off? He plays off seven or eight. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. And what's Manning played off? Because he looks like he's as good as Tiger and Villa sometimes. Think, yeah, three or four. On it, Manning, Manning's irons and approach to the, like were unbelievable. He did look absolutely quality. But I think um, Manning plays off, I think it's about three or four. He plays a lot more golf. He's retired. He plays with Tiger a lot. So uh, I, I, I was wondering what made the parents as well. I was like, I was like, how did how how was a because I would almost meant thought it would have been like Brady and Woods originally because like obviously Brady's like the goat in American football and Tiger's the goat in uh, in golf and like against their arch nemesis that made sense. But obviously, if those two are, are mates, that's why they're together. Yeah, I think it was that. Like, because I was even thinking, how was Jordan not in it? Like, I know they went for maybe they went for the two footballers, but like. Steph yeah. Curry is like a, a massive he's a golfer, uh, as well, yeah. golfer. He's brilliant. Like, yeah. if, if, if you were to do the corresponding partnerships for Irish, like the Irish version, who would you pick? Because Ross picked, picked his sort of pairings. Who would, you, who would you go for? Oh, if I had to pick... The sort of Curry... Yeah, the equi- the, yeah. Sort of, like so the, we're the putting on RTE. We're putting on RTE and we're doing for charity. Who's golfing with who? So it's, it's Harrington and Lowry. Is it, is it all of Ireland, like, including Northern Ireland? Yeah, you can have McElroy, you can have Darren Clark, you can have who you want. Yeah. All right, well, then, for me, it's Shane Lowry versus Rory McElroy. Uh, and the... The, the amateurs. Cele- the celebrities, I'd go... 
who would I go? But the sporting celebrities like the boys, yeah? Yeah. Robbie, yeah. Robbie Keane is Robbie Keane's one. Robbie Keane and Brian O'Driscoll. Oh nice. I okay. picked I picked uh, Johnny Sexton versus Ron O'Gara. Because I was like I was like, that's the Tom Brady uh, Peyton Manning of Ireland. Yeah, I suppose, yeah, although to me, like I suppose O'Driscoll like is like the all time. And then Robbie Keane, yeah. like for me, I think Robbie Keane's like Ireland's greatest um sportsman like he's like uh, Paul Harrington up there with him as well but I think Keno like just for me Keen is like that I know he doesn't have the accolades well you can't have the accolades playing for Ireland that Tom Brady has like winning championships or whatever but uh, I don't know yeah me I'd have to stick Robbie in it I think although I think for, for, for entertainment purposes I'd almost make a chain Lowry versus Darren Clark because I feel like they'd be more more crack on the course yeah Darren Clark definitely I'd say would be good crack um, yeah, I just I think for the competitiveness though, you've the open champion, you've the world number one, yeah, big eyes and stuff. You'd have to go to two boys, and then yeah, I'd st- I'd still stick with Robbie and and Bot because I know the two of them like to play golf as well. Yeah, Brian just doesn't matter to the golf, isn't he? I'm sure so does Robbie Keane actually as well. Yeah, he's had some career as well. But uh, Connor, like before we wrap things up, like just, like just sort of looking into the future, like what what do you sort of see is sort of like what? What are you sort of looking forward to? Because then, therefore, you have more content to make. So, like over the next sort of like when things get back to the new norm, what are sort of things that you're looking forward to being like? Right, boom! Like obviously, the Ryder Cup is something that's going to be enormous for you. Yeah, we don't know if that's going to uh, be played now. That's the only thing. Yeah. So at the minute, things are so uncertain. Like I'm looking forward to the Premier League coming back, and definitely. Who's your team actually? Liverpool. Ah. <laughs> no wonder. No wonder. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you know? I listen, and I'm not a massive. Believe you me, if Liverpool didn't win it or something, like I ain't gonna lose any sleep. I'm not that much into it, but um, like they deserve it. Like what a year, and it's uh, for me. I just, uh, I think it'll be deadly just getting it back anyway, just for a bit of crack, just watching sports on television, even if it is weird. I think it's kind of funny watching them like it's Sunday league. Yeah, there's no one at the games or whatever. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. And then, like you said earlier on about the show, maybe, like, who knows if the show grows legs. Um, with golf, like, you could go around, like, golf kind of swings around America like that. It starts out on the West Coast at the start of the year when the weather's really good. And then around this time, it heads over here to the East. And you're up, like, uh, Florida, New York. Um, I'd love to be doing shows, maybe. Like, you could do live shows of the show. You could do it every week in a different place. You could follow the PGA Tour or something, you know, follow the majors, and you could have... Well, would you back. do? Would you do it on like a Wednesday? Yes, yeah, so, yeah, on a Wednesday or a Thursday evening or something after the event. Um, you'd probably do it on a Thursday or something after, okay. or on, oh, yeah, even yeah. on a Friday. You might have been, be able to. People, yeah, people might be there at the location as well. Yeah, sure. We were going to do something like that anyway. And I wasn't going to be like what I'm doing with the Golf Channel, Conor Moore Show, but we were going to do uh, a good podcast. I was chatting to a couple of lads back in Ireland, like uh, a few boys were coming out for the US Open, Kieran Donaghy and that. And we were going to have a night in the bar that we were opening up in New York. So we were going to do a show on the Friday uh, for the Open. Maybe, and we probably blend in a bit of GA as well with it. But uh, The opportunities yeah. are endless for you, man, aren't they? Uh, do you know what, like I do you know, and I know it's a cheesy thing to say, and everyone always says, oh, when you're doing something you love, you don't work a day and all this kind of stuff. But that, that, is, uh, that is true. Like, it, it's true, especially for me, because it's just, it's sports that I'm involved in. You know, so yeah. for me, it's never work because I like technically if I'm watching sports today and um, you could say I'm working, 
but I'm yeah. not. Whatever. If I'm like checking out what's on Sky Sports News, what the Mourinho say, I'd be looking at that anyway. I'd be at work if I was working away just on the internet reading those stories. So like it's. I suppose video content's probably your biggest thing then to make sure you watch as well, isn't it? You can read all the articles until the the you know till the clouds come home or whatever. But I mean, I suppose when you see the interviews, it gives you that sort of you know, I might give you that like look that someone does, or I might give you you know that one liner. Do I for delivery and stuff? Absolutely, yeah. The videos are <clears throat> crucial for that, like. Just, and that's everyone asks me, oh, what's the process and stuff? And it's the most boring thing in the world. Mm. It's just literally listening and watching videos. Like, that's all it is. Like, I actually took off all the music on my mobile phone. Like, so I've no, I've no music on my phone. Like, I've no iTunes or Spotify. Um, I've got podcasts that I listen to. And then I've got a folder where I download YouTube videos of people talking. So, like, right after I was I've, a pretty free morning this morning, like, I'm probably going to go outside and listen to one or two voices. I'll just sit outside somewhere or you go for a drive sometimes. But it just, it kind of gives me, I remember thinking to myself, how, how many hours of the day do I daydream listening to music? Because when you're listening to music, you're in a movie in your own head. I'd be like kicking a point in the county final listening to some song from Bon Jovi, Living on a Prayer or something. And I'm like, <laughs> if I was using that a bit more wisely, like, you know what I mean? And actually, because a lot of it, like I say, is muscle memory. I just have to remember how a fella says something. And then I have to practice how, and then when I practice enough, I get it, but then I have to keep it going. And then you find out little words and then people, it's like the Tiger Woods thing. People are like, geez, that is unbelievable. That is spot on. But it's only because like I would have walked around for weeks listening to Tiger. Like I'd be in the mm. shop talking to somebody. Sometimes I'd go into the shop. I was practicing Ricky Gervais last week. I was walking down to the shop down here, going into the pharmacy, the CVS. And I'd walk in like, hello. Okay. That was yeah. brilliant, by like, the way, the way you did that as well. That was great. Oh, that was great. I would literally go in. It's like method acting. So I'd go in and actually yeah. go up to the till and start talking to your man as Ricky Gervais. Like, they don't have a clue. Or if I'm walking around outside and I'm doing Tiger in my ear or I'm doing Matthew McConaughey, I'm walking around, well, absolutely. It's really, I really enjoyed that movie last night. No. Once I have my earphones in, no one actually thinks I'm mad. They think I'm on the phone to someone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right. so yeah. I walk around. I do this all the time, yeah. That's, a, that's, that's actually funny. brilliant. I, I, I actually never thought about that. No, I don't do impressions. But I suppose like, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, <laughs> you can always just have your own, once you put your headphones in, you can have your own conversations and people won't think you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, do you know what, if you're practicing anything or you're practicing a speech or I'd be, even before a, a live gig, I'll put the earphones in and I'll usually get, have those ones in with the wires so everyone knows that you're actually, and I walk around and you do the live gig to yourself and people yeah. just think you're talking on the phone to someone. So yeah. no one thinks you're cracked. Yeah, Connor, just, just, just where you you have to be like you have to be special to be doing content like this, you know. But uh, kind of like before we wrap things up, like you're obviously living in America now. Uh, what's your what's your sort of plan there? Like, it, like is it like a year or what, do you think you'll be staying there forever? Or you know, that was my girlfriend listening. <laughs> this is a conversation I have to have with her. I know. I, at the minute, I'm, you're just taking. Uh, you're just seeing how the show goes first. Yeah, and the show was only eight episodes initially, and our eight episode is next week, but it's picked up now officially for another 10 or 12 episodes, so we're running until September. That's brilliant, congratulations. Uh, we have a little break, whatever, run until September, and then obviously we'll talk about next year. Um, do you know what, as I said, the thing I'm focusing on every week is pulling out a good show. Yeah. If I do that every week, then next week that'll look after next year. You know? Exactly, exactly. 
Well, Conor Mann. Yeah, well, in fairness, we wish you all the very, very best. We love seeing you. Uh, my dad loves you because uh, he's he's mad into watching the golf. So yeah. like, he, he? he thinks he actually thinks you're gas. Uh, so uh, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, uh, lads, cheers. Thanks for having me on the pod. Really enjoyed it. Great chat. No, no this is brilliant. Uh, Connor, like, obviously, we'll, we'll have to catch you on again. I don't, I don't know what for. Uh, obviously, so, <laughs> when, when something big comes up, you know what I mean? Royder Cup, man. Yeah, when, who, knows, who knows what's coming up. You know what I mean? But, uh, Connor, just keep doing what you're doing, man. It's, it's brilliant. I was watching the shows, and, like, for people watching now, like, I'm not, like, a massive golf fan, but, like, like, I was watching your stuff, and I was like, you could almost do this with, say, if it was football or if it was obviously the guy. Like it, it could be the Conor Moore show, but you could do whatever sport. You know, it's just I know, uh, I, I, it's I, the I, character I, and the stuff you can do, are doing it. Yeah, it's just it's it sets you apart from I don't know who else. You know, I, I've thought that like you know, um, doing a. I heard the missus is putting in a pledge to RTE to get your own show to get you home. <laughs> that would blow up on RTE as well. Like that, that's that, they let a good opportunity go there as well. But I did. It's never say never. I, I definitely think it would. Uh, something like that would work. A, a sort of sports show. Um, obviously, back in Ireland, they don't really do that kind of monologue piece, the camera stuff. That's something I've kind of yeah. had to learn on the fly. Yeah, it's here. very American. It's very American. But you're brilliant, yeah. at that, man. I was like, I was like, Jesus, like you, you are the real deal, you know. Not that I doubted you. I was just like, <laughs> no, no, but like, it's like so many people would be more like sort of sketch comedy, and it wouldn't it'd be more in the rooms, this, that, and the other. But like, you're there basically on on your on your converted set and uh, kicking it out of the park, held in one, as you'd say. But man, Get in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So thanks a million for everyone who's watching at home. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, and as always, stay energized.